Hello and welcome to this podcast from Food Navigator, I'm Stephen Daniels. With rising obesity rates around the world, food and beverage manufacturers are under increasing pressure to reduce the sugar content of foods and beverages. Replacing sugar with low or zero calorie sweeteners is increasing, but does consumption of products sweetened with such ingredients actually lead to weight loss? I'm joined by Dr. Margaret Ashwell, OBE, from Ashwell Associates Limited, which is a consultancy based in the UK. Now, Dr. Ashwell co-authored a meta-analysis published in the Nutrition Bulletin back in 2006 on the topic of non-nutritive sweeteners and weight loss, and she'll also present at the upcoming International Sweeteners Association meeting in Brussels. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Ashwell. Pleasure. Now, when we look at the scientific literature on this topic, how much science are we actually talking about? Well, we were looking for intervention studies when we did our uh, study in 2006. We found 16 appropriate studies, and I've subsequently looked, and actually there's been no more um, that would be included by the inclusion criteria that we use for our systematic review. So it's still the same 16 studies. Okay, and are these human or animal studies? All human studies, All yeah. Th- okay. yeah. That was one of our inclusion criteria, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your meta-analysis actually it focuses predominantly on aspartame. I mean, why, mm. why just aspartame? Because that's where the studies are. We actually looked for um, other um, RCTs, randomised control trials, um, using other intense sweeteners, um, but it was only the aspartame ones um, that came through the search. Okay, and your conclusion from that was that these do, that these do help with weight management and weight loss? Yeah, we looked at um, energy reduction and weight loss, and they both came out to a meaningful uh, de- deficit okay. of about 260 um, calories okay. a day. Uh, there was another review by uh, Barry Popkin and Richard Mattis in mm. the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition back in 2009, mm. and they agreed with you, sort of. Mm. Um, Mattis and Popkin, they, they concluded that if you substitute energy-yielding sweeteners, let's say, you know, calor- caloric sweeteners, for non-nutritive sweeteners, you can help with weight loss. But then they questioned whether sweeteners are actually consumed in this way. What do you think about yeah. that? Well, that paper is often quoted as sort of not agreeing with us. And so um, I've particularly been looking into that paper uh, for the purposes of this meeting in Brussels. And if you like, they did desperately try to address the sort of internet rumours that you get um, that um, sweeteners, intense sweeteners, actually increase appetite. And they, uh, it was a review of the literature, really, and they looked at lots of possible mechanisms, stimulating appetite, uh, enhancing energy intake, um, effects of water, a reward, etc., etc., all these things. And uh, they actually concluded... Um, that with respect to energy intake, there's no substantive ev- evidence that inherent liking for sweetness or non nutritive sweeteners activation or reward system is problematic. So they tried desperately to try to um, find some evidence to uh, support the sort of um, anecdotal um, thinking that uh, use of intense sweeteners actually increase what you... Uh, but actually found, obviously... Nothing that, nothing there at all. Okay, okay. And scientists always like to talk about more research is needed. You always see it at the end of the articles. Mm. In this area of science, what questions remain unanswered? Yeah, I don't like to talk about that, but <laughs> I'm uh, doing something like this. I always try and get the scientists uh, to uh, actually delve more into the conclusions they've got because I, I think it's a cop-out, quite honestly, when they say that. Um, but <laughs> if you are forcing me yeah. to say what research... Um, 
one of the points made in that matter from Popkin um, was the talk about the patterns of use of intense sweeteners. Okay. Um, and, of course, then long-term trials. Um, there was only really one very long-term one in our systematic review, um, and which uh, those are the two things that I think, uh, if I had the money, that I would explore. Okay, okay. Well, thanks for joining me, Dr. Ashwell. For more information about the International Sweeteners Association meeting, you can click on the link below in the text. Thanks for listening. I'm Stephen Daniels.